When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call our Tuesday edition the Game Plan. Tons to get to. My name is Chris Plank. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Sooner Sports Podcast. Coming up later on in the program, we'll hear from OU women's golfer Caitlin Milligan, who has advanced as an individual after winning the Norman Regional. We'll hear from the Sooner sophomore out of Norman North. Skip Johnson recaps a challenging weekend in Bedlam, and we'll talk a ton of Sooner softball. In fact, let's start there. As expected, Oklahoma, the number one overall seed. They will host UMBC as part of the Norman Regional on Friday night. Sid Romero, how does it feel to be the number one overall seed? It's exciting news, but um, as we know, seed one or seed ten, regardless, anyone can win. So it's not something we really look at, but it's really exciting. The Sooners are joined in their Norman Regional by Wisconsin and Notre Dame. Those two teams play uh, will play on Friday afternoon. But again, 8.30 on Friday night, Oklahoma and UMBC to start the postseason. And we caught up with Sooner hitting coach JT Gasso to talk a bit about what he thought about the draw and how he feels going forward for the Sooner softball team. I, I kind of figured we'd be, you know, one, one to three. Um, so when they said they were going to do it in uh, – just an order from seeds and it just popped up. I was like, all right, that's awesome. <laughs> and then you're expecting that you're going to get some, uh, some opponents that you're familiar with, some, some people in the region, Arkansas, Tulsa, some we're, we're, I'm kind of expecting that we've always, we always get, you know, one of those teams. 
so then when we saw, um, first of all, when we saw, I saw UMBC, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> storyline. Already you get that storyline, you know, the UMBC number one seed type uh, type deal. And then when we saw uh, Wisconsin Notre Dame, it was it's just different. Um, we we're not. I mean, we we played Notre Dame this year. Wisconsin, someone we haven't played in a while, so um, it was it was different. But um, you know, at this time, you just you play who's in front of you. So um, I, I'm excited about about our draw just to get someone who's who is different, you know, and not getting the same teams. And I'm sure those teams. Um, are excited to be going somewhere else as well. Yeah, and that that was something in my mind that honestly I was kind of blown away. I don't know what it's going to be like doing a regional without Tulsa being there. I mean, it's been a while. I think they've been there three straight years. But still, JT, it is unique and that makes it fun. So, with that in mind, when it's someone unfamiliar, I don't know if we've ever played Maryland, Baltimore County. Uh, we played Notre Dame earlier this year in Wisconsin. At least we haven't played the Badgers since I've been the play-by-play guy. How unique is that challenge to have a handful of teams you're not familiar with? Uh, you you just got to prepare a little bit differently. Um, you got I know for on my side, we got to be thorough with every pitcher that we're going to see, and that really starts today. Um, and you you just got to just trust kind of what you're looking at, trust the, the statistics and and the video that you're watching, and put a game plan together and. Um, it's you know we're just gonna really do what we always done and it's that's why you play those early February games. It's really the same thing. Uh, you, you're facing a bunch of opponents that you may not see all the, every year. So um, I, I think we we've been groomed for this already for this draw. You know, there is so many crazy things that can happen this time of year, and I think sometimes we don't take into account how much of a difference maker Mother Nature can be. And then playing on that auxiliary field this weekend didn't help too terribly much with drainage. But did losing last weekend's opportunity to play a second game or maybe even a championship game, does that change much for you guys, JT, or did you enjoy the extra rest? Well, um, for me, I still – we still did a little practice um, that day. So I, I know our girls really needed a little bit of rest, after, especially after that finals week. So, um, you know, it is, it is what it is. And we weren't, we weren't disappointed. We weren't um, overhyped for it. It was, we, we just approach it how we normally do. And we, you know, we do our thing. So uh, it was unfortunate because you want to win that, um, you want to win that tournament, but it's, like I said, it is what it is, and you just deal with uh, the cards that you're dealt with. JT, I want to talk about the development of freshmen, and I feel like I do this quite a bit, but you know, this is that time of the year where these freshmen play a lot of softball during the offseason, but not a lot during, say, their school year season. So for regular contributors like Grace Green and Grace Lines, is there an adjustment for them whenever it comes to just the amount of games? And I know we could have had this conversation last year about Jocelyn and Aaliyah and the year before that, and obviously four years ago with this incredible senior class that were freshmen, but what's the adjust, uh, adjustment like just from the physicality and the amount of games that you play during the school year for newcomers? Well, I know our strength coach, Sam, uh, Sam has done a lot of work recovery wise and, and getting them strong and getting them to the point to where they can bounce back from games really like really well. And especially with how young they are, that, that um, turnaround is like quick. Like they, they bounce back quicker than 
than most, especially, you know, as you age. But, uh, you know, something that I asked, I was talking to Grace Lyons um, last week, and I was like, hey, you ready for May softball? And she's just kind of looked at me. I was like, you know, like the weather and whatnot. <laughs> I was, she's like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, oh, my goodness, you've never been in Oklahoma in May. <laughs> you know, so it's like right. just things like that that, that you – I don't know what what you kind of really don't know what they are prepared for, what they're not prepared for. But I know just mentality wise, they take on these obstacles just as they come and and uh, they come in with the right mindset and just tackle any challenge that's in front of them. But um, I know heat wise, heat wise, it's coming um, if I'm if I was looking right. So uh, it's just there's so many things, but you don't want to bog anyone down with, hey, you've got to be ready for this and this and this and this. It's just, you know, you have that you have that mentality that you're just going to attack and you're just going to be ready for anything. That's a great point. And I, I've said this a lot about both of the regular contributors that are freshmen, JT. From my perspective, it seems like they take coaching very well. I don't know if I've seen anyone as passionate about the sport as Grace Green is and respects it as much, and they adjust. I mean, you, you don't usually see them making the same mistake twice against a pitcher or making the same mistake uh, in back-to-back at-bats. What have you seen in the way that they've been able to adjust? Well, it just I think that really goes to the senior class, ah. uh, the seniors and juniors, because they, they understood that early, and that goes on to the senior class before them. Um, so it, it's just this continuing cycle of the upperclassmen helping the underclassmen realizing what's important, what you need to do, and uh, and just going from there. You know, so uh, if if we didn't have those senior classes, like this, especially this one, telling these freshmen, "Hey, adjust, don't adjust, or do your thing here. Here's this, here's that," then I think you would be seeing a lot of freshman mistakes. You know, like you would be seeing. Um, strikeout over strikeout and strikeout, and you would be seeing ground out, ground out, ground out, but instead you're seeing them do things different, and that, like I said, coming from that senior class really facilitating that. You know, it's interesting. This uh, weekend I'm working on a, a piece for the six seniors about kind of six signature moments, and I wanted, I wanted to ask you about two of them, and I thought whenever I'm thinking about the career of Shay Knight, and it's hard to just pick one moment or one at bat, isn't it? I mean, she's had so many big ones, but – JT, there's not many bigger than the first round of the World Series her freshman year with that walk-off home run. Uh, I think those are one, that's one of those moments in Sooner Athletics lore that will live forever. Um, it, she's just built for big-time moments, isn't she? Yeah, and it, it's just I, I think coming from, uh, from her family and her upbringing and um, I know, you know Kenny and, and, and uh, her sisters and, and whatnot just really having that competitive mindset and that attitude that you aren't going to beat her in those moments and she truly lives by that i know uh i'll i'll talk to her sometimes about it but her game face is just unmatched when she's in the box in those big moments you can't tell me someone who has a more intimidating game face than she does and um like you said she's built for those moments and um i wouldn't Besides anyone on our team, I wouldn't want anyone else, you know, uh, to step up in that that big those big spots. Yeah, she's and it's kind of funny because I I had forgotten almost about the Florida home run. I mean, heck, she was the MVP of that World Series run. She's pretty special. And then I was I was thinking about 
maybe someone we don't talk about a lot, JT, and someone like a Kylie Lundberg, who as we get down the stretch here, she's shown some things. I was thinking about her double against Texas, which really helped to give this team some breathing room. It's good to have a senior, a lefty, that has a great game plan when she goes to the plate coming off the bench like that. Yeah, and she's literally done it her whole career. Uh, if you look back to last year when we were at Baylor playing them, um, she came up in a big spot and got an RBI single that ended up being the difference. Um, and there's you could look back and look at all these. Well, there's a there's another Kylie Lumberg RBI. There's another hit. <laughs> there's another this. There's another that. So, um, yeah, she she knows what her strengths are. She knows her matchups and she attacks. And that's she she's setting the tone for. The, the younger role players um, that say, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do, and, and you know, sets the example for those to, uh, to follow. So it's been really nice to have her know her role, one, know it cause, and accept it, and then, two, execute it. Uh, two more quick ones, and I'll let you run. Number one, I know this isn't your first rodeo whenever it comes to mayhem, if you will. But can you take us through just how maybe the term is nice, beneficial, as, as challenging as it was to have finals week and dead week during the, the home stretch, how nice is it now to basically have softball as the sole focus for these, uh, these women as they get set for the postseason? Well, I mean, so it's funny. I was thinking about this. You asked me this kind of last year. I know. Uh, finals week is not stressful for me because I, <laughs> I don't have finals. So, uh, for me, the focus is always besides, you know, when, when you're at the field, the, my focus is softball and it's not really the, um, I don't have any academics that I need to focus on. So, but I will, I will say it is nice for, to know that, 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 uh, they're taking a breath that they, that the focus is kind of, you know, what, what it is right now. And, and, uh, that we can kind of, move forward without having anything else, you know, in the back of their mind. So um, in that aspect, it's good that they're, you know, they, they have more of a peace of mind. So OU will head into Friday night having won 39 straight games. They, of course, will have a challenge. This UMBC team by no means a pushover. And then, you know, Notre Dame was a team that was in the St. Pete Clearwater Classic earlier this year. Oklahoma beat them. Uh, and then, I mean, Wisconsin's a good team out of the Big Ten. So a tough draw for the Sooners. If you're looking at what could be coming up in the Super Regional, Northwestern, 16 seed. Sooners already beat Michelle Gascoigne's crew. Now again, Michelle, the pitching coach for the Northwestern Wildcats. But a potential Super Regional matchup that's a rematch from a game earlier this season. So the field is set. The scene is set. The tickets sold out in like seven minutes for the regional Oklahoma and UMBC on Friday night at 8.30. Cool story developing. We will have that game for you on 107.7, the franchise. So in addition to our regular station, AM 1560, the great people over at Tyler have put us on the big stick. 107.7, the franchise for Friday night for Oklahoma in the Norman Regional. 
Things a little bit rougher for the Sooner baseball team this weekend after a dramatic win on Saturday. The Sooners, a tough loss on Mother's Day. Afterwards, head coach Skip Johnson caught up with Sooner analyst Ross Hubbard. Joined with Skip Johnson. Skip, a 10-7 loss. I'm kind of in the driver's seat for most of the day and just kind of comes off there in the eighth. Well, I mean, you uh, um, bring the ground ball guy in and you get a, you get a ground ball and we don't throw the guy out the plate. He had more time than, than he realized. And when you do that, that exploits everything. Uh, that's when good teams take advantages of your mistakes, and, so, and it's what, exactly what they did. Are they sitting on breaking balls sometimes. I mean, just guessing pitches. Yeah, they're older. They're older uh, um, hitters. I mean, older hitters are better hitters, and uh, difference in experience for sure. I mean, he's got sitting on a breaking ball, and and he threw it and he hit it out. Offensively, this felt like a different team today. Uh, our team? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I thought the passion was in there. I thought the desire was in there. If we continue to play at that level, we'll beat a lot of people. you got to be pretty encouraged. Uh, it was Godman last night. Abram today was phenomenal. Yeah, he was really good until he hit the guy with a one-two slider. I mean, you can't do that. And uh, uh, that's growing up. I mean, he's a freshman. He'll, he'll learn from those mistakes. And, and uh, um that's part of life. Big weekend uh, coming up in Austin with a team that's 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 really fighting for their postseason life. Well, I mean, you just got to go out and play the game. I don't know if uh, 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 we're, we're going down there to play like we play today. If we can do that, we'll be fine. Thursday, Friday, Saturday for OU Baseball as they will be in Austin for a big showdown against Texas. Sooners win one game in their set for the Big 12 tournament sweep they may be set for the postseason but again a big weekend ahead for the OU baseball team as they as they will score off against Texas down in Austin to wrap up the regular season before the squad gets ready for the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City so the game on Thursday night is set for a 6:30 first pitch Friday at 6:30 and then on Saturday at 2:30 in the afternoon well it was a special week for the OU women's golf team Caitlin Milligan, the Norman North product, helped lead the OU women's golf team and then, of course, herself individually to the next round. Now, the Sooners women's squad came up just a bit short, but Caitlin will to, uh, continue to play as an individual. Caitlin, congratulations. Take us through how it felt and what it meant to advance at the Jimmy this weekend and winning the individual title for the Sooners. It was a lot to take in, especially with being at my home course and everything. Um, I really felt the adrenaline early on. My heart was racing a little bit, but in the end, I tried to like calm down a little bit, did some breathing, and really stayed in the moment and tried to just really enjoy it. For you, how special was it to do it on your home course? That that was a really big deal. It was like my first college win. Um, it was really important to be out there, have all my family and friends surrounding me, and being able to just know the golf course really well and feel really comfortable. It meant a lot to be home. I want to talk more about this tournament in a bit, but I do want to go back a little bit. Had it been for you being a Timberwolf, being a Norm North grad, had it been like a lifelong dream of yours to to play for the Sooners? It was always really cool growing up and seeing these OU athletes, and um, they always seemed so like big and above me and everything, and I always wanted to kind of be like them. <laughs> um, and like, growing up, yeah, like they just they seemed so cool and. Um, finally got to the point where I got to make a decision and uh, what better way to do it than to be able to stay home and be a hometown girl and do it with the people I grew up with. Caitlin, how did you pick up golf? What kind of got the golf train started for you? 
my dad loves golf, so he always used to try to take me and my sister out there. My sister hated it, but that's okay. <laughs> so it was kind of just something we kind of did, and it was bonding time, which I think is what really made me enjoy it. And then early on, I kind of figured out I might be kind of good at it, <laughs> and so I kind of tried to stick with it, and it has given me so many opportunities throughout the years, and I couldn't be more grateful. When did uh, when did it click for you? When did it, you, you mentioned that you kind of realized you might be pretty good at it? When was that moment <laughs> where you're like, "Oh my gosh, I am pretty good at this"? <laughs> um, honestly, it was kind of early because so I hit the ball pretty far, and when I started doing that, and it kind of got people's attention, I was like, "Oh, wait, <laughs> people are like looking at me." I was like, "Oh, may- maybe I'm actually good at this." So. Yeah, kind of early on, and then I started winning some tournaments and then kind of went through a rough patch. You know, everyone else started getting better, too, and that was kind of hard. But once I got through that, it was kind of cool to be able to, you know, get back at it and start winning again. What? So what's that been like for you, Michael, your dad, to, to be there? I mean, you, you're playing in a tournament, and you travel all over the world with the women's golf team. But to have dad there, whom you played with, whom you learned from, right there with you as you're taking every step of this tournament this past week. Oh, it's so important. He never misses like a chance to come watch me. He's at pretty much every tournament. Um, he goes all over, and it's really comforting to be able just to look at him when I'm on a hole and maybe not feeling so great, and he really calms me down or fires me up. Either way, he always knows exactly what I need. Kaylin Milligan is with us. Norman North grad, sophomore with the Sooners, and regional mm-hmm. champion. So uh, looking back now, you know, I've talked a lot about your dad and I've talked a lot about your Norman roots, but how about this team? I mean, we're looking at a squad that I feel like, Caitlin, uh, and I know maybe for a team it didn't end the way that you wanted to, but, boy, this, this team really seems set for a big push from 2019 and beyond now, doesn't it? We do. Um, we're super young, which is a big plus, and – I think the heart in this team is very big, but I think our rally on the last day, like we were really coming back. We were making a lot of birdies as a team, and I think that really showed us what we can do. And I think once we all start believing how good we are, it'll really take us to the next level as a team. You know what I dig about this roster? For those that aren't familiar, it's an eight-person roster. And of the eight uh, female student-athletes, five of them are uh, overseas or or I guess you could say students from other countries. And then there's two Oklahomans and a Texan, uh, you, Libby, and Sydney. <laughs> How cool is that just to kind of see that regional side of things with Oklahoma representing in Texas too? Oh, it's awesome. I think that really like brings an extra like aspect to it, you know, um, like being able to grow up here and grow up with OU and it's a totally like different feeling I think than coming from overseas um I think that's easy to share you know boomer sooner and all that and I think it really changes your mindset of how you like you know go about your golf game and your career you entered the final round tied for fifth place but you were four under not that far off what was your mental approach then going into that final round Caitlin you know with the rain and the weather that morning I kind of just saw it as an opportunity I thought, you know, some people aren't going to want to be out here. I even heard people saying they wanted to go home on the putting green, which really fired me up because, like, this is, like, I am home, you know. (laughs) So that really just set up, you know, a great, like, mindset for the rest of the day. You know, I saw it as an opportunity. I was ready to go out there and find the birdies. I knew they were out there. I knew, like, the way the course was wet, that was an advantage to me because I carry it really far. And I just kind of saw all the positives in it, and I was ready to go out there and just make as many birdies as I can. You done with classes? Are you ready? Are you getting yourself now mentally prepared for Fayetteville and the uh, Blessings Golf Club? 
I am. I finished finals this morning, so nice. I am three. And I'm out here at the golf course, and we're about to start grinding for Arkansas. All right, so real quick, one more, and then I'll let you run, and we're running a little long tour here, and I apologize mm-hmm. for getting to you late. But uh, is it now just short game? Do, do you change any preparation? Do you go through your regular routine now that you got a, what, let's see, look at it, a week before you have to play in this? Do you change anything in your preparation, Caitlin? Not really. I think I'm really going to dial in my distance control with my irons and my wedges, and then probably you know iron out a few chipping things and some short game stuff and then being able to get the ball in the hole with my putter make sure we have a good relationship going into this and um i think we'll be set <laughs> that's awesome caitlin thank you so much you, are you working out at jimmy today are you going to play the jimmy yes sir all right well have a great round is how, how wet is it is it too mm-hmm. bad or are you okay out there I haven't been out there yet, but there's no way it could be more wet than the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, and thank you so much for uh, for still coming on with us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no worries. Well, that'll do it for a jam-packed edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. We will be back on Friday to get you ready for first pitch between Oklahoma and UMBC. We'll recap game one of the OU Texas series in baseball, get you ready for the Friday-Saturday games, and obviously tons of diamond sports and maybe some men's golf. Garrett Reband is off to a great start for the OU men's golf team. We'll have tons to talk about as the OU men's golf team looks to win another national championship. We'll continue to keep you updated on that right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast and, of course, online on Soonersports.com. So have a great weekend, and until Friday's edition of the Tailgate, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.